0: The following podcast contains adult themes, adult humour, and particularly adult language. It is not intended for children. Occasionally, there will be chicken noises. Right, guys, you know how we normally get quite pleasant letters and they're full of like interesting stuff and stuff we can talk about and they're all nice and nice, here. Yeah? Mm? Well, I thought it might be interesting to read one that came to us which wasn't so jovial. Ready for this? Here we go. Dear Liars, I've been listening to your Sham of a Podcast for a while, and whilst I'll admit that it's quite topical, witty, and mostly relevant, I thought it was about time for someone to set the record straight. Do you honestly think that anyone believes the letters you read out at the beginning of each episode are genuine? best they are just from your mates but at worst and probably the majority of times they are just made up by you to justify the things you've spoken about on your show go on prove to me i'm wrong i bet you even made this one up didn't you yours sincerely simon garcia near ballam p.s don't think you can trick us by using your middle names
1: <sighs> busted uh.
2: You're listening to the ground level podcast with Dennis Jose Francois, hello. Dan Colacock, hi Browning, hello, and me looking. This is the discussion show for the rest of us, the one where we look at everyday problems
0: by everyday people trying to find the It just
3: depends how across the ground level you are. It just
1: depends.
0: Hello okay. everyone! Happy New Year! Belated, very belated. Yeah. Hello, How Dan. Howdy. <laughs> so, how's everybody been?
4: Good.
0: Did we all have a good Christmas and New Year and January and half of February? <laughs> Lofty. Alien. What's on your mind? Uh, Mars. Mars.
2: Not not the chocolate. No, not
0: no. Uh, not the singer. The it's singer.
2: The singer.
4: Oh, Bruno, Bruno Mars.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Bruno. Yeah. Let's face it, he's quite popular, uh, isn't he? He is. is. Yeah, yeah. That song one more time, I
4: might kill someone.
2: What song's that?
0: Oh. So anyway, why why Mars? What's going on with Mars? Uh,
2: well, so there was like a hundred thousand people that have been whittled down to a hundred, and they're going to be on the Mars. Well, twenty of them also are going to be on the Mars One. Spacecraft one-way ticket to Mars.
0: So, all right. So earlier on, when you mentioned this, I didn't know what you were talking about. But now, yeah. now I've probed my brain. I remember it was about a year and a half ago, yeah. already, and I see. I thought that that was just a joke. I didn't think it was real. No, that's, no, that's why I've serious, just yeah. rejected the whole concept of it.
3: Yeah. Is it
4: real though? Is it, or is it just a big media publicity show? Publicity stunt. They are well, going to go to
3: a Mars Like who studio. It, who is, who's looking, who's funding it? Who, what's uh, it the It's,
2: it's going to be, it's supposed to be like commercial or pro, commercial stroke private donors, basically. Mm, yeah. Okay. So they've they've raised like, yeah, but Gosh, this is the funny sheesh. bit. They've raised $700, $750,000 through donations, wow. um, but they need $6 billion. How, How <laughs> much have they got through donations? <laughs> they've got $750,000. Yeah, that's not going to get anyone to Mars. <laughs> no. no. Um and they won't it's even like, get anyone into orbit. So it's like, te- it's like ten years away. Um yeah. Well in comparison, the um I think it's called the X One What's that's the kind mm. of commercial vent the, the private SpaceX. Venture. Yeah.
0: Elon Musk's yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, that's it, company. yeah, yeah.
2: And um and he needed ten million pounds to get them into orbit, basically. Yeah. Once. 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 Yeah. So all that's- the
4: people that have applied and they've yeah. all got down to a hundred. Yeah. Do they have to have certain qualifications or are they <laughs> no. just like Big Brother? No, I don't. Well,
2: this is this is, this is is what kind of like I think makes it even more iffy. There's this thing on this morning on a TV um, Wednesday or Thursday and they were talking to two people that are from the UK that have made the shortlist. Um, there's five in the, from the UK in total. One, This guy's called Ryan. I can't remember the other guy. This uh, other girl. And the Ryan guy is really geeky. Like, he oh, he can work out, like, you, I don't know, he can work out your small intestine size by looking at you and applying physics. But the other, the woman that was on it, Philip Schofield asked her, asked her, what are you going to do when you get to Mars? And she goes, I'm going to Mars to do science and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's oh, it Yeah, so that was quite funny. Um,
4: so they don't have to have any type of qualification.
2: Well, I don't know really how the picking, how how the what the process was around choosing someone. I think I think ultimately they're going there to colonize Mars. So mm. so basically, Ryan's going to get laid. Well, can I
0: just venture a few suggestions? <laughs> you have got to be a breeder. Yeah. A breeder. Like, you know, you know, you're not going to send anyone. If you, how many people are going? Ten. I think there's sixteen. In,
2: 16. A, in, a, in a group. Yeah.
0: You need to be. They need to be virile and childbearing. And child giving.
2: Yeah, and that's what I thought. That's the first thing that I thought. But there's not really any mention of that at all in on the Mars One website, or uh, no one's really broached that subject apart from Philip Schofield. I suppose
0: it would make more sense to just send women and a load of sperm, artificial insemination. That you'd probably... get you'd get a wider population that way, wouldn't you? Mm. You know. But then, so, surely,
4: you'd, if you're sending these people up, you'd have to have, in amongst all that, a doctor who preferably knows how to... But they can be a woman, you know. I, I
0: know that's surprising. Well,
4: no, I don't... I mean, not these. Oh, I don't have a problem. But do you know what I mean? In, in amongst these women, or whoever, they must have to be yeah. a doctor or... Maybe. My
2: question around it, though, is would you go, right? To Mars? Yeah. No, bearing in mind, it's a one-way ticket. Now, I think there's two, two caveats to this question. One is... If someone asked you to go now, would you go? Well, right or well, if it's someone asked you it, 10 though. years ago to go, would you go? Oh, well,
0: 10 years ago, I'm 10 years younger and a bit more reckless. And
4: 10 years think, ago, I think we all thought we
0: were on Planet Mars, anyway. Yeah, and I probably have said, No, yeah, sure. <laughs> now, a little bit different. Um, there, so, Well, there are a couple of, I you say two caveats, but I think, per, first of all, it depends on, do you think they'll actually be able to get you there in one piece? And when you get there, would you be able to survive? yeah right and if, you're, if I was confident that I could get there in one piece safely and once I was there I'd be able to survive eternally right or until I die, then that would be, that'd be a tick and then it also depends on what you're leaving behind and mm-hmm. how important that is to you and that 's the bigger question I think because for yeah. most people, regardless of what 's happening at the other end, are you able to leave everything behind and do the people who are sending you do they trust that because what you don't want is to send someone off? And then halfway they're like, "Oh my god,
1: yeah, I don't right. want to be
0: here." You don't need that
2: at all, do you? No. So it it does take a certain oh. sort of type. But I think of... that's what this ten years is about, right? It's about finding the group of sixteen that will work best together, right? And also though, so surely... also being psychologically tested to see that they're okay to go. But surely amongst that
4: twenty, that's what I'm saying. You'd need yeah. a certain person with a certain type of. A experience, set. Like a psychologist or, a, yeah. you know, you'd have to have a bit of everything. So that once you are up there, if anybody's got any problems or troubles or whatever, there's always yeah. someone to go, oh, I know about that. Yeah, but what you about, I mean, you've got to
3: build a colony because it's obviously not a breathable atmosphere. So the actual yeah. construction of a
0: livable space
3: for them all, how's that?
0: Well, yeah, but then you have robotics and
2: prefab stuff and, you know, to do that. There's, supposed, th- there's supposed to be two shipments of... Like stuff and habitable stuff that are going before they go there in 2025. Well, it's
0: a six-month journey, I believe, with current space technology. Yeah. Right? So imagine... um, It might be a bit longer than that, but I thought it was six months. Imagine that you've launched on this six-month journey... um, so, I mean, I don't think that, they, that they, if they say it's one way, but if it was successful, it wouldn't really be one way because mm. eventually they'd send more. You, you know, you'd send more people, and eventually you'd probably have but enough it, resources to build something that could
2: bring everybody back. But I suppose at the mm. moment they can't sell it as a two-way trip. <laughs> yeah, they don't have money really back. Right? It? No. But yeah, but if they did, if they did, then maybe the sponsors, the bigger sponsors, might get interested. Well, yeah, and, and a whole different bunch of people would be interested but, as well. Yeah. Because I, I, I read a bit more about this. The guy that did the... I can't remember what it's called. The X1 or SpaceX or whatever uh, SpaceX. It is. Yeah. Elon and, uh, So he was saying like how he just couldn't get the money together to fund it at all. Which is and strange because he he's a billionaire. And he went, to, he went <laughs> to an insurance company. And basically you can do like a, a like a one-off bet with an insurance company. Where you say like, I bet you that, I can, uh, that someone privately will go into space... And if that happens, then give me $10 million, $10 million. $10 million bollocks. $10 million. $10 million. <laughs> so they gave, they gave him the $10 upfront, up front. And if they didn't make it back, they didn't do it, then he would have to give the money back. But someone did. And so he only, he only had to pay back a fraction. Which I think is quite interesting. So right, you'd
4: really, really read the uh, terms and conditions on that trip, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> else you well, that's think the thing. I was, looking at, I was trying <laughs> to see on
2: their website if there's like a contract. Like a contract between the company and... The person that goes. they have to be. Yeah. You know the the
3: running joke on the Apple iTunes terms and conditions getting longer and people don't read them and people sign up to them. Actually, within the small print of that is that they can send any one of us who agrees to the iTunes uh, terms and conditions to Mars. So, you know. (laughs) Does it really say that. that?
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> really? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've got to learn
3: to read yeah, terms and editions really. yeah. a lot more you know Yeah.
0: Interesting. Mm. interesting so have you seen Interstellar? no have you seen it? Mm. oh okay so then I can't say next thing about totally reading the film I haven't uh, seen it either thanks all right, okay yeah.
1: But, yeah, because, because I thought, because scared. I assumed you had. Oh, I haven't. You're, yeah, and when it comes to first in the queue, when it
0: comes to well I knew he had. Oh, but when, it it film, when it, it comes to film, when it comes to films team. out of you and Lofty, he's a freaking Neanderthal. Yeah, do you true. know what I mean? Doesn't what? like what? anything popular. Yeah. Do you I'm know a mean, Neanderthal. You <laughs> are. You don't like. Like, like, like You criticize everything. any movie Tell me. what was What's the last film you've seen in
2: cinema? Fifty Shades of Grey. That was shit. On, what was know? the last
0: film you saw before that? Skyfall. And what did you think of like? that? Yeah, it was good. All oh, right, that's like two years apart.
2: Yeah, that's because I don't go to cinema because most of the time it's crap. <laughs> there you go. Right, okay. And there you when go. I don't want to spend like twelve quid. The only reason I went to Fifty Shades of Grey was because it was half price.
0: So
3: that—that's your <laughs> criteria. Yes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I've never and, and it was. And when you Nando's. were going with your lady. And it was next to
2: Nando's. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but you Dude, wouldn't have voluntarily have gone to see. No,
2: I kind of seem to have got sucked into the cinema vortex. Uh, she's like, what about, "What about just going to watch it here?" Like, okay, well, it was like I had an out of body experience. a <laughs> <laughs> like, to toss that fucking <laughs> <air> <laughs> Jesus, literally. Oh, okay. right.
0: Well, what I was going to ask you is something about instead, I won't um, in that regard. But what would you bring with you? The one thing you can bring, aside from all the actual equipment you need, they said to you, "Right, there's one." thing that you can bring with you outside
4: of survival
0: outside of survival outside of your science gear and your colonization gear what would you bring outside
2: of your science gear (laughs)
4: why are you looking at me
2: and nodding like that for a dvd player (laughs) 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 it's not a bad idea Uh (laughs) dan Hold on a second. What? Well, she obviously needs time to think. She needs time to I'm a, think. think. I'm having a think. To
4: taste it yeah. This is going to be good.
3: <laughs> oh. No pressure. It depends on the nature of the transportation because it's always spaceship. Oh.
2: Spaceship. Yeah. Lift. Lift. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> if only, if <laughs> that only that was, like it, it had sort of <laughs> what?
2: a fair any, amount of space. Any, so I'd bring
3: my cat.
0: You bring your cat. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> excellent. Although that would put extra pressure on the colony, but at least you'd have some way of dealing with Martian, mice. <laughs> Martian <laughs> and mice. Something extra to eat. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah.
2: Put the cat on the spit. Bruce. They, yeah. put, off this? What what would I bring? Yeah.
4: Casey.
0: Mm. Your robot vacuum cleaner. <laughs> no. What
4: would I bring? Well, something musical. Like yeah. your own eye, your iPod or your
3: whatever? Your own eyes. No, 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 no tech. Outside of tech. I didn't
4: say outside of hey, tech. Didn't you? What no! Did you I said outside of safety
2: equipment. I said outside oh, of... I no. said just, science equipment. No,
0: outside of the science equipment science you need equipment. for the expedition. Damn! Oh, I was going
2: to bring my Van de Graaff generator.
3: Parachute? <laughs> 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 you know, like... A <laughs> Now, <laughs> <laughs> <So> immediately, I would <laughs> a, return like a big hard drive full of films and music and entertainment, because that's what you, you need, yeah. but that's too obvious.
4: Can't go Well, no, fair enough,
0: if that's what you'd bring... And fair
3: enough.
4: Oh, i take some sort of... Uh, I don't know how I would do this, but like a sort of pop-up type swimming pool. What the fuck? How big is the, the well, shuttle? For, for
0: all that water on Mars. Sorry,
4: but, no, but inside the vessel that I'm travelling in, it has got to be pretty big. So yeah, but you can put
2: inflatable. It can That's be inflatable. Inflatable yeah. pool. Brownie, uh, Brownie's coming. <laughs> can you make sure you have enough room
3: for a pool? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: want
4: to go What about in? just
3: start small, foot spa, then, you know, maybe... Yeah,
4: no, I'm thinking 25 minutes... Uh, <laughs> I pop Pity
0: pedi- bath, <laughs> pop up tanning salon.
4: Yeah, that'd be good, isn't it? <laughs> My hair. Dry what dry. do you want?
0: That, that might not be a bad idea, actually, a sun lamp, because you're yeah. what, you're further from the sun. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, you are further from the sun, You probably you know won't get the same kind. Yeah, And you you're not going really to go outside <laughs> and <get>, warm. <"Whoa, laughs> <Exactly.
2: you." laughs> oh, I might, that's not that's not a bad idea. I feel I might go for uh, yeah, a sun Yeah, then lamp. you
4: could say, oh, you look well. <laughs> yeah,
2: nice. yeah. I think yeah. I'll probably take a glow in the dark compass ring.
3: Okay. Okay. But you need, you know, people who suffer from is it D. You'd have to recreate um, seasonal
0: environments, as in sun and. Uh, one of those sad lamps. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Uh, I might bring some like
4: well, some
0: extra gardening equipment, like a rake, what? a rake for what garden, so, so that I could, in my spare time, uh, I what? Could, <laughs> no, in my spare time, I could rake over large distances messages. On the face of Mars, so people would look with a telescope and I'd be like, Hell, oh, I was trampling. They lied to us. Yeah. <laughs> marty has gone mad. Set it free.
1: cooking. Can you see the hurt? Can you see the pain? Can you feel the rain? Coming like a train of thought. Okay, so
0: moving on. Danny, what's, been, what's been on your mind recently?
4: Well, EastEnders, obviously. Oh, like the rest of
0: the, rest like the, rest of the universe. universe, yeah?
4: Yeah, it's kind of bonkers. Everyone's been talking about it. Get that open. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about it. Like, I, I hear people walking past me and talking about it. You know, there were women in the gym the other day having a right old gossip in the change rooms about Jane and Ian and was going on. I love a bit of EastEnders. I had it all backed up on my player. Jim went out last night, Friday night. I spent about four hours watching EastEnders. <laughs> what am I doing? And I was, like, I was just trying to go to bed, and I was like, I must know, I must know, I must know.
2: Is this a cry for help? <laughs> cry for help? <laughs> Do you normally watch it? Do I watch
4: normally... it every now and then because mm. it's the one program I can just not pay attention
0: you know, to. It might shock listeners. To know this, but I watch it from time to time because whenever I go to visit my mum, it's on. It yeah. seems to be on telly all the time whenever I'm at my mum's house. So I intermittently know half of what's going on, and the rest you can sort of piece together yeah. really easily. So,
1: yeah. mm. and but they kind of did it on sense.
3: speed, didn't they? It's like they've ramped up all the drama. Yeah, like I know, it's like not only you got the main storyline of, of who killed Lucy, but you had, you know, Dot and um, Nick. Nick. Yeah. You had. The, the irritating gobby woman being pregnant or something oh Linda
4: I love her
3: yeah you had you know you had um, Nick uh,
4: and
3: um, Dean Dean, Dean yeah. and
4: uh, there's just
3: so much going on yeah. it's like they they've, they've tried a storyline
0: about the trannies it's a tough place oh, to no, sorry different programme <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get my channels confused <laughs> I'm like it's EastEnders. No. <laughs> 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 everyone was
4: obsessed with it as a girl I work with she loves these She took Thursday and Friday off. Thursday afternoon, she spent with her friend preparing for that evening. Really? Thursday was live, was it? I think they were all live. It was all
2: live. There was only bits bits of it that were live where you saw the hashtag. Oh, okay, But but on Friday, it was all live. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So she went home prepared. I got lots of snacks in and... You know, have you, and yeah. do you?
0: Do you not think it's amazing that a soap opera like that is still as popular as it is in our modern world? Yeah. But it's
2: not though; it's not as popular. This is as it fun. was, or not as no, popular no, as it used no, like to be. When it, when, it, when it first started, there was like twenty million people watching it. Now there's about ten million. On that live live episode on Thursday, that was 10 how that's ten million. That's the peak it's been for a long I'm time. But I'm curious
0: as to how they count those numbers because people watch things in different ways now. If I re- if I was to record, like my mum records it, right? And she watches it later. No one can count that. I mean, no one can truly count the viewership. The way they do it is a little bit suspect, and it always has been. They Mm. pick a thousand families, Mm. and they say that this represents the British household, but I guarantee not one of those thousand households like mine, or or probably yours. Do you know what I mean? So I've never, you know, I guess in average terms it probably works out. Um, But why do do you think, see, I've never understood why people would come home from a mundane life and watch a mundane life on TV. Soap operas have never really made sense to me.
4: Yeah, some people watched a lot, don't they? Like Corrie, Emma Dale.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I used to live with, uh, do you remember, you must remember Kate, who I used to live with over, she, she was a professional journalist for British soap, and she, her area was Coronation Street. That's what she did for yeah. a living. She was a soap opera journalist specialising in Coronation Street. And wow. f- I, I know, oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, i definitely do that for you. The really yeah. weird thing was is that she'd have conversations with us um, about, you know, in uh, as if we watched as much yeah. Coronation Street as, as she did, and we yeah. would we would just kind of like nod, uh huh. But <laughs> like she'd talk about the actors by first name and stuff, and we'd be just like, yup, yeah. uh huh, and had no idea about yeah. what she was talking about. So, but
3: the thing that kind of troubles me about it is it it is a complete bubble, like. Do you know what I mean? Because the reality of real life in London or or Britain doesn't really affect what goes on in Eastenders. Like it's not that they've all got they've all got big houses. You don't. Don't hear them talk about kind of rent or
4: oh they but some of them struggle with it <coughs> but none of them really work none of them have the jobs that you would need to have to live in the yeah, house they that live, that live in exactly
0: <laughs> and they don't they don't explicitly say that they are council properties or anything like that no. which no. would explain it but yeah. they yeah they yeah they don't and, and
3: do if that. they are in poverty they always seem to do the same insurance racket of burning something down yeah. oh, that, that time, <laughs> burning a house or business down has that must have been and done least, about fifty also, times extended, it's,
2: if ever you want to get drugs they always go to balance. Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah. 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 of Ballab, rife with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair. And when they, leave, when they leave, they either go to
4: Spain or Manchester. Don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Spain. If yeah. if a character's going to go out of the series but not be killed off, yeah. Spain. Oh, like Gillian. Mm-hmm. Spain. is Back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what it's the hell! Crappy. I didn't that actually see <laughs> that storyline. I just yeah. saw her and Phil talking, and I was like,
4: what the yeah. hell?
3: She's supposed to be dead. Yeah. She was in a died in a car accident mm. about twenty I years. I didn't even ago. know
4: that. I forgot that. But do you know, when I was a kids <laughs> we, we weren't allowed to watch soaps, and I can understand why, like I wouldn't let Dougie watch these standards. it is because as a, a kid growing up, you don't want any of that going into your brain, no. to think that this could be real. This could be real life. Yeah. I think but the what, problem what, with... What, the sorry,
0: thing... what were the soaps you weren't allowed to watch? I weren't I'm allowed to watch
4: any. So so, French oh. Hill, when I was a kid.
3: That's, yeah, that's, that's not really just was Yeah, but that's about as much as we were allowed to do. I was always
4: swimming anyway so I've never. was had that because to random
3: sausages used to appear from the sky
4: <laughs> yeah I wasn't allowed to put Grange <laughs> Hill it?
2: titles yeah oh yes yeah, that's yeah. true yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: one of my mates one of my friends was in Grange Hill which one uh, well no he was he was one of the classmates they would refer yeah. to him by name when they did the register but by, by his real name, actually, um, and he'd always been there. He was be, be in the class and stuff, but he never had any major. Oh. Like, I think I think he was part of someone's gang from time to time. Mm. Well, Brownie
2: does. saw a friend's uh, daughter on a bus, but not actually on a bus. Why
4: are we making the answer be right sad today? I mean, that was
2: quite good. That's good. Good awareness. He's,
4: good,
2: he's in like an. No, i on a bus. On a i was, was, I was just saying I, I on, on a bus. I was
1: thinking,
2: hey. Yeah, he's <laughs> thinking <laughs> <me> <laughs>
0: see the hurt? Can you see the pain? Can you feel the rain coming like a train? So, <laughs> damn.
3: Hmm. what's been in your mind?
0: Um, I don't want to get political, but... Gotta get political. Get politi- oh, political. Political I gotta
3: get.
4: Quite similar to recenters,
0: I think, is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Come on, um, we've done space, we've done soap operas, let's do politics. Let's do politics. Well,
3: it's not really politics, but it's the, the whole... The second Cold War, the whole thing with Russia. I mean, because all the kind of the the, the ISIS and the Greek bailout storylines have all slightly been pushed to one side now because everyone's concentrating on the fact that Russia are, again, colonising up new parts of uh, the Ukraine. And who is, I can't remember which, um, was it the Foreign Secretary or someone made a statement that, that Russia, you know, that, that all these other kind of East European territories, which were at one point former communist territories, are now under threat. And it's quite it's just really unnerving to hear someone in the government make a statement like that. And they they had the, the um the the video of our planes, you know, F elevens or F ones or whatever, that escorting Russian planes in Cornish airspace and stuff like that because they're basically yeah
0: that's, that's the st- part of the story that disturbs me the most yeah like what are they doing down there why, why do that why do that now testing,
2: testing boundaries I think mm. to see how, what they can get away with because yeah. you, you look at Britain I mean at the end oh, of they were the bombers as well yeah they are bombers so that's quite interesting yeah if it, if it kicked off they yeah, were all fucked really do you reckon,
0: yeah. or do you reckon it, will, well, uh, it won't last very long?
2: <coughs> yeah, well, the problem is is that that's basically where all our gas comes from, right? From Russia. I complaint. So, yeah. Well, um, not all of it. Yeah, but um, quite a lot of it comes from there. Right. So gas prices would go through the roof. Maybe. Uh, Russia absolutely hate America. They really can't stand Putin Obama. Putin hates America. Yeah. Not not Russia per they Then the Baltic states, which are like Latvia, Estonia and mm, the other one. The problem there is that they've got minority Russian populations, and that's what they're—they're they're kind of trying to get them excited in those kind of countries, like they have done in Ukraine. Right. Um, that's true. Well, like Ukraine, Ukraine is like majorly kicking off. That's supposed to be—that's supposed to be like a ceasefire, and it's not a ceasefire no. anymore. And there's all this undercover stuff going on as well. Like they—they they kidnapped the equivalent of Ukraine's head of, well, the U.S. the UK's equivalent uh, MI5 chief. In Ukraine, the same kind of organisation, the Russian government kidnapped him like last week. Wow. Yeah, so it is quite full quite Just, full just on. on the gas thing, I'm
0: not... Okay, yes, it would be troublesome, except that Britain exports as much gas as it imports, which has always been a very yeah, weird Yeah, but thing. not for
2: very long, though. The North Sea oil fields and all that kind of stuff. But we would be
0: there. able to make do. I mean, they could turn things around. It, well, yes, it would cause a problem, but they could quickly turn stuff around. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, shale, fact that shale did, gas,
3: isn't it, is yeah. the, the thing we're, we're hoping So, so I'm not sure...
0: But, yeah.
3: Supplies on. The thing is, I've
0: been wondering, in this marvellous technological world that we live in, how long would it go on for? Because isn't the world... The world's a lot more dependent on technology than it was. Yeah. You know, um, and make no mistake, the Americans rule the, both the, the internet and the communications network. They could shut down GPS like that, right? Ships wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Planes wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Cars wouldn't be able to go anywhere. I'm sure the Americans, if they wanted to, could shut down phone traffic absolutely everywhere instantly. Did you see the story about them hacking the main supplier... Of SIM cards to the world, it's a Dutch company, oh, right. and apparently the NSA and, and GCHQ a little while back—this is more yeah. Ed, Edward Snowden leaks—have uh, um, hacked that company, and there's p- potentially something inside all of those chips that you know gives them access to every mobile phone in the world. Whatever the story is well, at that level, so you know, recently when North Korea did that Sony hack thing about the film or whatever. Then they suddenly lost their in all their internet and networking for about yeah. twelve hours. How did that happen? I wonder. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That was it? we all know that that was. I think, I think, that was the I think that's where, right?
2: I, I, don't think any re, I don't think there's any. point in nuclear war. I don't think that. I don't think that's going to happen. Really, I think it will be something. That will well, affect was communications. Is, we, or, we all know that was the Americans. That, that, was, that is the problem. That can like take down. That can take down governments. That was, take that was almost certainly.
0: Or, that was almost so. certainly the Americans just testing it out. They know it works now. They could probably do that to any country in the world they want to at any <laughs> given moment in time. So, all right, that doesn't necessarily substitute tanks and guns and nukes and stuff. But you know, if you. Russia have come out, of the, uh, come out of a period of being isolated from the world. The people, I mean, you know, not having stuff. People have probably become quite used to certain cultural niceties. Take that yeah. away from them and, and maybe Putin wouldn't be in power for very long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, how long would it take if, let's say, the Americans in Europe shut Russia down through sanctions and telecommunication lockouts and stuff like that? How long would it take for the public <clears throat> to get really pissed off because they can't get their BuzzFeed? It sounds ridiculous, do you know what I mean? But um, I'm yeah, but not sure... That's what, where
2: I think Russia has got the... They have got, like, the gas card to play.
0: Well, they have, but I'm not sure things would play out quite the way they would have, say, 15 mm. years ago, where it would have just come down to who's got the biggest army. Now it's just so much more complicated than that. Because I think, I think if it was as simple as who's got the biggest military, Russia would have been far more aggressive already. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. They're flexing their muscles, but they're not actually doing anything.
3: Yeah. So... Hmm. But I don't
0: know, I don't know if I'd discuss this on another
3: podcast, but the guy, there's been a, an article recently about this guy who is, I don't know, he's like the information officer or PR, some kind of government um, mouthpiece in Russia. And he's the king of misinformation. And there's there's basically a policy where they flood the media with so much misinformation, so much Almost propaganda level news, and no one really knows the truth of of what the central line is happening. Yeah, and I, it's not it's not. I don't think it's even um, you know a, a Russian policy. It's probably come out of you know America or Britain. But at the, at the end of the day, this guy is is renowned for it, and in, in, in Russia, people generally don't know, you know the, the way the way Putin has come to power and and has this kind of you know. Authority is because people generally there's so much information out there they don't
0: know what to believe. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. One of the things that frightens me about what frightens me more about Russia is their attitudes towards things like you know sexuality yeah. and oh, and, yeah. and all of it. It's just unbelievable. There
4: yeah. was a Russia recently that said that transgender people aren't allowed to drive Go, because taxis. Because cabs. Russian... Not just
0: transgender, bisexual. Yeah, uh, homosexual. Yeah, because it's.
4: You're, it's a mind thing. Yeah. So clearly you're not able to operate a car. Yeah, you're not it's a sound
0: sounds, mind. That it? and that, that's and apparently you know, most <clears throat> polls and surveys and stuff, that goes beyond just the government thinking. You know, it shows that like fifty five percent or sixty percent of the populace yeah. are like you know, are of that sway. So that's a bit you know, that's a bit worrying as yeah, well. Definitely. The scary thing for me, I think, is that Putin might actually have the support. Of, of his population.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and, that, and that's worrying. Do you know what I mean? Like, with North Korea, I think, like, you know, you always see these TV shows or TV reports where the North Koreans are all, like, cheering on their leader. But I think it would be very obvious that once they knew what was really going on in the world, they wouldn't support him for very long. You know, because they are actually locked, you, you know, the, the outside world is hidden to them. Mm. But I don't think that's the case in Russia. I think they, um, they do genuinely think differently from us. Yeah. Um, mm. I know, like, in Germany... When Germany was reunified in the early 90s, there was this... When I, I lived in Germany at the time, just after it was re- reunified. I lived there for three years. And um, there was a lot of unexpected uh, an, uh, animosity between East and West Germans. And the reason there was animosity is that the Eastern Germans had, be, had been used to this lifestyle of, of austerity, right? And suddenly they were free to travel around and go and work elsewhere. And they would come over to West Germany... And they were really critical of the West Germans about how extravagant and wasteful and flamboyant they were, and yeah. you know, and you because know, they're, they're, they're a stern, stark race that you know, race, um, you know, c- culture that, and and they felt that that like Western German Western Germans were just you know like hippies, you know, do you know what I mean? I can't yeah. use I, I can't really express it in German terms, and the German, West Germans were like what the hell. We're paying, we, we've We paid for you to have your freedom because everybody, myself included, there's a reunification tax on you work in Germany. I don't know if it's still on there now, but certainly then you paid 5% or whatever it was to pay for, for the, for the you know, reintegration of East Germany. So the West Germans were like, how dare you? Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I am personally paying mm-hmm. for you to have a better life and you come over here and criticize me because of my lifestyle. And, mm-hmm. and, and that was quite unexpected. I don't think going into that, Anybody really expected that it would turn out that way. So, you know, it's a bit... You never know what's going to happen when the borders come down and information is free and it can go one way or the other.
3: But I kind of... Sometimes I feel like a little bit like that when I go to America because you go to houses that, you know, in a city where there's... Five, five, you know, five rooms and acres of space for, for the general kind of living standard, the equivalent of us sitting here. And you go to a supermarket which sells every possible food going, you know, fresh <laughs> or, or frozen. And you just think, no so one needs... It's amazing, listeners. <laughs> no one needs all this. I mean, you, you no. think in London, you know, how much a shoebox costs in terms yeah. of a flat. And and really, you know, I mean, okay, I know we do have big, huge supermarkets, but generally, most—it's
0: nothing compared to the <clears throat> USA. Nothing,
3: and it, it's just unnecessary. No one needs that that amount of choice. No one needs a house that big, and no one needs this
0: kind of. For me, I, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a supermarket whore. I love shopping. I love products. I love checking out different stuff, right? Whenever I go to America, I will deliberately spend an afternoon in the supermarket looking for new products and stuff. What I brought back on my last trip was this organic, dehydrated, powdered peanut butter, which... Uh, It sounds horrible, but it's like mustard powder. You just add water and it turns into proper real peanut butter. It's organic, it's got no chemicals. It's just a marvel of science, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's great, right? Um, But the thing that I saw that sort of summarises what you just said is this is, I saw this years ago, is you can buy separated egg and yolk. uh, Egg white and egg yolk, right? I love that. And it comes in little egg-shaped containers. (laughs) <laughs> so they look like eggs, but it's just egg yolk inside. Or it ju- it's just egg white inside. Oh. Now this this sounds like genius, right? And, and you can you I immediately that. know that, but. That's the that is shows you where we've gone to in terms of convenience food. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And, I it's well. convenient. and yeah, yeah, it's crazy yeah. that they've gone to the trouble of making this plastic egg shaped container yeah. to put your separated egg and your white in it, and it's still cheaper than a normal egg. How is this even possible? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and how
2: is there a market that's sustainable? Yeah, well, that? that's the <laughs> thing the market is bigger, so therefore niches are bigger, right? So the niche people that try that buy like. I don't know, dusty peanut butter or whatever you call it. I uh, have some in the kitchen I and mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like peanut butter. But, you know there's it probably only a hundred thousand people that buy it, but that's enough.
0: Yeah. So Do you yeah. wanna actually switch me on to the peanut butter? My oh. friend my friend Sharon said to me. Hi Sharon. My friend Sharon said to me, it sounds stupid, but sprinkle it on ice cream and you'll understand. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla ice cream yeah. with powdered peanut butter powder, peanut butter powder sprinkle it over at the top Can you see the Can you see the
1: can you feel the rain coming like a train of
2: yeah,
0: What's on your mind, Dennis? Uh, Birthday cards. Mostly because I, it's Gavin's birthday tomorrow and I haven't bought my birthday card. Oops. But what's the point? What is the point of a birthday card? This is my question. And what do you do with them afterwards? Look, look at all, uh, I've got birthday... Oh, li- you're because I feel... I, I kind of hate getting birthday cards now because I, don't, I know I'm never ever going to throw them away and I'm just going to... Why bec- not? Why because psychologically, lie? I feel like if someone's gone to the trouble of writing me a card, by throwing it away, I'm throwing a piece of them away. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I, I need... I, I probably need help. <coughs> oh, a
2: and you might ask for watching these standards.
0: It's very <laughs> erratic. Super- what? All right, so I've got to ask you. What do you do with old birthday and Christmas cards? throw them away. bin
3: them I don't know, about? Some I keep,
4: like nice ones from Dougie yeah. or Gem. Okay. Some of them I only if but there else. there
3: is generally some some extra sentiment written really yeah. in them.
4: Yeah, uh, but otherwise, yeah, they get recycled. Or oh, now I've got a, a Dougie in my life, we I've put them to one side. So when it gets creative, we can cut them out and do stuff.
0: What about wedding invitations that you've received from people?
4: Uh, I am a hoarder of those. I keep them. Right, that wasn't the
2: response you wanted, was it? Well Francois. <laughs> well no, because I've got all the wedding invitations as well. I keep them too. Yeah, I would yeah, I do keep those. I've still got your like um, magnet magnet one. Yeah.
0: What are you done? Wedding invitations. I don't keep anything. Do you get invited to weddings? No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: yeah. I um, try one. and avoid it. It's nice to receive a birthday card, especially to the post. If it's around your birthday, because sometimes you might get it from somebody what? Why are you looking know, at that? Like okay. it? right. no, I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know because it's you come home from work and there's a little card See now, goes, oh, I, nice of them to you're right it is, it is nice
0: and especially when someone's made an effort to actually post it put an envelope yeah, you know I you know, know that. that's quite involved and it does really which yeah. is why I don't want to throw them away because I know someone's gone to a lot of effort yeah, to give me that card effort. how do you,
4: how do you <laughs> <laughs> less
2: of your sass Mr Lofty <laughs> it's when, I think it's when you don't get a card it's worse I think that's really bad. What, for not getting someone... Like, I really pace, but... Uh, okay, hold on a second, let's get this For my family, I send cards, like, I always send cards. And there are some of my, some of my family that don't really send cards that often. That and might I think be, it's that a bit might be like, listening. I think that's a bit, like, I don't know, I think it's a bit harsh. But do you know... Really... Or oh, what's worse, you give them a present and they never say thank you. No, that, that, like, that, oh! that,
0: that is, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Giving presents... Get, get, receiving gifts and not thanking okay. a person. So
4: about a thank you card. Is that what because
3: you mean, the thank you card, or do you mean... No, the just saying thank you, thank you yeah. So when
4: <clears throat> Dougie's had his birthday parties over the last few years, um, and I've always sent a thank you card to anybody who's given him a present. But if I get a present, I wouldn't necessarily send a thank you card. I would always say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a thank you card is quite kid-orientated. Do, do you
0: do the thank you card as if it's written by Dougie?
4: Yeah, to his little friend.
0: Right. Friends. Because, um, yeah, i you are right with your left, left, left hand right? and. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what? And uh, pretend to be a child? Yeah. yeah. No, that's just a normal hand, Fine. Yeah. That has yeah. been right. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> okay, so basically. Are you, You've got to go and get Gavin. I've got him. to go. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I do think they've gone up in price. I mean, you can Most
2: just. Should I make Say five
3: birthday cards. Oh, you can go How to much. much I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I've
2: got a story about prices of cards. This is really bad. John and Kate Curvin, when they got married, I bought, them a, I bought them a wedding card and I gave them a wedding card and the bloody price was still on the back. It was like £1.39 or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I felt really bad. Why? Like <laughs> a sticker, like, £1.39, yeah. really cheap! I <laughs> <But laughs> was really bad. How much? Is, I think
4: that's fine. Yeah, it is
2: fine. But it's it's yeah, like just
4: there. And you but if you go, go to, to Cards
3: go. Galore or somewhere like that, mm. the average price of a card is about £2.50.
0: Plenty.
2: Go to Tesco's.
4: Yeah, Sainsbury's. But they're oh, really shite. Right. No, I've got a cat. Ma- Shut I've a a been. Sh- <laughs>
0: Do you know what? Lofty, you've given me a great idea. I'm going to get like a price gun. And when I give people cards, I'm going to make a made up price on it. Like put
2: £9.99. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 it's wicked. There's no mess with their so It's like a reduced sticker. What <laughs> <laughs> this card was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hmm. But my biggest issue with cards is they're just rubbish. You are paying you are yeah. for yeah. just. I, I know you have got to you've got to do it. I mean it's the right sentiment. I, I don't not no issue with buying someone a birthday card or whatever. But most of them are utter rubbish. They're not funny, they're not in any way amusing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you get
2: them and you're like Ugh. If you go to Scribbler, <clears throat> have you ever been to a Scribbler yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're funny. Scribler, yeah, he yeah. Sounds like a bloke that deals cards. <laughs> go see old <laughs> Scribbler. Scribble. Go see Scribbler. <laughs>
4: so if, if you send a birthday card... Well, obviously not scabbing but if you send a birthday card to someone through the post do you then send them a text on their birthday as well yeah yeah I do that mm. and Facebook just make sure <laughs> they know <laughs> birthday I'm oh, here I haven't
0: forgot you have <laughs> you got, a, birth, have you got birthday. a bit of a psychosis about not, have you I'm ever been speaking... accused of forgetting someone's birthday now, now no you're no, like... no
4: I'm a PA I've everything. Ah, Oh so, yeah. right, okay. when's
0: my birthday
4: yeah. it's been gone <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's always the <a laughs> same answer isn't <laughs> it yeah fine. Yeah. So we can probably move on to our main topic. you see the hurt? Can you see the pain? Can
1: you feel the rain Coming like a train of thaw? Yeah, music,
0: music,
2: music, so, music. Let me I, lead in with this,
0: right? Okay. Who can tell me what's at number one in the charts right now?
2: I think it's Uptown Funk. I you think. would be wrong.
0: It is not Uptown oh. Funk, they've been pushed off to number one spot. A-
2: uptown Girl?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I've got no idea, because I just hit Uptown Funk about a gazillion times a day. Julio, get the stretch. It's great, great
0: line. Yeah. Shall we ask? Let's, let's find out. Let's, <clears> find, <throat> let's ask Google. <throat> okay, Google. What is number one in the charts? Love Me... Like oh God! It's you the bloody do. song
2: from Ellie from Goulding, Fifty Shades of Toss. Yeah,
0: mm. Uptown Funk is now at number three. Mm. Take me to the river. Ch- Take the church. To the
4: church. Take me to the
0: church. Take me to Church by Hosier Yeah, is number two. Uptown mm. Funk is now number three. So I fucking hate I've never heard
4: that. number one. I don't think. No. Nope. The other want two you make my ears bleed
0: now. So the um, reason we got onto this topic was because you were saying that you think that. Can, is it possible to outgrow pop music? Well, I yeah. think we've just revealed that what we've definitely done is outgrow what knowing what's popular right now. Yeah, mm.
4: yeah, so. I don't follow the charts anymore.
0: Does anyone follow the charts? Question no. number one. No. no. Well, someone must do. you wouldn't have them.
4: I think my niece is. Probably no, but did. I think
2: I think anymore. there are there are, I think there are two formative periods of music in your life, right? When you're twelve to eighteen, and when you're in your early t- like kind of mid twenties. I think those are the two musical periods that will stick with you mm. right the way through the rest of your life mm. and, I, and I constantly go back to like 90s music I listen to it quite a lot mm-hmm. and, and I've seen that with other people like for instance Katie's dad he can't stand anything after about 1975 he just doesn't listen to it but really likes that and that's when he was around that kind of age as well maybe he's a little palmer on that yeah the genres of yeah.
4: music like house music I'd, I never get bored of that
2: yeah I go in and out of house music really now
4: I listen to house music all the time in one form or other, it could be hard house or Trance or tech house the or same whatever. stuff no i'll I'll spotify something or go on to some radio mm. new stuff channel Yeah. Mm. see I, I still like that
0: I don't know if I would quite agree with you about I, obviously when you're a teenager that's quite music's quite formative, yeah whether there's a break in your early twenties mid twenties but what have you I, I i could I couldn't say um because for me, music was always important going. You know, and but I lived in other countries, so what is formative for my early twenties is different for me than it is for nearly all the rest of my friends because mm. I was living in Europe and exposed to the euro chart, which is quite a different yeah, thing yeah. Jesus, as I'm sure you'll so appreciate fantastic. from you know no, so when good. i when I hear certain records they they take me you know music always takes me back to a place in time, yeah yeah you know what I mean and that's yeah. and that, that's why it's quite important um I definitely think that when you get into your late thirties early forties you're so consumed with other things in life that your music is no longer at the forefront anymore. And by that time, you've also built up a collection of your own mm. music that you have less impetus to go out and look for new stuff because yeah. you know what you like. My music l- library is absolutely monstrously huge, partly because... I'm older than everybody else, also because I've been a DJ in the past, and also because, as you know, I ran an internet radio station and recorded everybody's club night for three years. So I've literally got massive... So I, I have no need to go out and even find old music. Um, do you ever listen to
2: new stuff? Yes, I do.
0: That's what I was going to say, but I still listen to new
2: stuff. And how do you get introduced to new stuff? Well,
0: it, it kind of depends. Um, now, this is going to bring <clears> us around towards something that Dan mentioned, but one thing I do is I take the opportunity of when I'm at the gym... To, listen to, to actually listen to what's going on because there's always a music channel on mm. at the gym. And that's, and that's the way I keep in touch with what's going on now, you know, because you see the videos. In fact, what happens is I'm normally listening to something else and there's a video on TV and I see yeah. someone, like, I've got to hear what this is, do yeah. you know what I mean? Because it just looks so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Secondly, I live with someone who's 15 years younger than me, so I get exposed to new music that way, whether or not or um, not. Uh, and we do listen to a lot of uh, Radio 6 which has a lot of new music shows on it. Um, and I have a number of different alarms set in the morning that starts off with a chill-out radio station, mm-hmm. it goes into the news, and then it ends with, with a, a, a popular local radio station which just plays pop music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm probably well in tune with the musical. I'm not very up on who's who, and I can't recognise people by face and stuff. Like, I knew that Uptown Funk wasn't at number one, but I couldn't remember who, what it had been replaced by, you know, so... See, um, because
4: I think I'll always listen to... House music, some other like I can see myself as a seventy-year-old woman driving along the road listening to trance. I can't ever imagine that there's a time that I'm going to go. Mm. Oh, now I'm going to start listening to LBC. Which I don't mind a bit of dipping in and out of then but um, you know, when does that happen? When do you start listening to Radio uh,
0: Four? Or, uh, um, well, actually, is it Radio Four? Is it LBC? You know, like, the reason I can't listen listen to those sort of stations is because I just can't abide phone ins says he, he hosts a podcast. Yeah. I can't abide phonings because
2: people talk shit. Yeah, to I, I, quite, really I, I find that quite oh. interesting. I find it funny.
4: I, I find it
2: funny. it funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, I've been always been quite opposed to people phoning into the podcast. One of the reasons yeah. is I hate phonings. <laughs> you know, they're just like, oh, especially when I'm just waking up in the morning, I'm listening to some nearly racist drivel <laughs> coming out <laughs> of someone's mouth. Do you know I I still um, want to hear it.
3: I think what disturbs me a little bit is American television, music and bands and performances are still quite central to your, you know, your variety TV or big shows that they have over there. Well, like, over the, here, like
0: the Super Bowl midway performance. Thing yeah,
3: Saturday Night Live, you yeah. know, it's still kind of a central part of their TV culture. Over here, you know, we, we don't have Top of the Pops anymore. Um, or anything similar. Well, you have um, Jules Holland, which is very very kind of cliquey old boys
0: club although they do have some good new but can new i just music say it's not similar there. because it's on at about midnight on an yeah. obscure channel and it's not intended for the mass population
3: so that's the bit i don't understand is it's really difficult from a point of view like i i love new music i'm always hunting out new music but from a point of view of discovery because you oh, can't go to yeah. a record shop anymore and look through and chat to the guys behind the counter and say well what's new and you know, it's really hard. Yeah. There's only there aren't that many websites that you can That's really exactly rely on. That's exactly the
2: bit that I find the hardest is finding new stuff and being exposed to new stuff. And I don't really want to do that by listening to the chart because it is all popular music, mm. and maybe mm. apart from two or three songs that I possibly like, that the rest is all shit. But the mm. chart
0: is interestingly in turmoil because the question is which chart? Because if you look at the Rager One chart and you look at the um, at the iTunes chart and you look at the Beatport chart and you look at the Channel Four Four Music chart—they're all very, very different. There'll be about five songs which are in all of them, but then the rest of them are so Super. different from each other yeah. that.
2: But know, then you go to the one that you're more drawn to musically, right? Yes.
0: So music yeah. has 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 uh, fractured quite a bit, especially with stuff like Spotify. And people listen to, people. a lot of people get their music through YouTube or Grooveshark yeah. or Spotify or Pandora or all of these different services. Um, I was going to say another thing that sort of defines my new music is the fact that at work, most people at work, and I mean most people are about 20 years younger than me or less, or more mm. um, so there's a l- very large number of 22 to 25 26 year olds in the in the studio where I work and of course they have just completely different music tastes. Yeah. and it's quite and you know we I, I'll hear them talking about different tracks or or what have you and you know every now and again I'll ask what people are listening to yeah. and it, and it surprises me actually how yeah, do you
2: listen th- to the same stuff regularly uh,
0: in certain contexts I do because there's certain music I like to listen to when I'm doing certain things so mm. when I'm working like for instance if I need to get a lot of work done in a hurry I put my headphones on and I listen to prodigy music for a jilted generation mm. nice. the propeller heads decks and the drums and rock and roll stuff like that which is all from about 15 years ago but I can really concentrate on that kind of mm. what we used to call hardcore you know dance yeah. music you know what yeah. I mean um, so yeah there's certain things I do yeah
3: mm. the thing that aggravates me about some friends who I grew up with liking the same styles of music I have never rejected, no matter how um what's the word, so you know unacceptable, you know uncool it is. I have never rejected any music genre that I've listened to in my life. I would always return to it, yeah, I know people who just like you know they, they will deny that they ever liked yeah. house, metal, drum and bass whatever the genre is, and they they 're purely in one camp now, and they they say, yeah no I uh, you know um,
0: Mm, right. Interesting, but I the other, I, think, I think the reversal is quite interesting as well, yeah. when I have friends who listen to stuff now, myself included, that they would never they have <laughs> admitted that they'd listened to, or just wouldn't have listened to, mm. back in the day, do you know what I mean? Where, and then, for, for varying reasons, you might appreciate something well, That's that, good. don't... You know, that I, I mean i, maybe, I, really. I, I, I don't, don't, do sorry.
4: anything, oh. but thrash metal, I just can't... I have a very eclectic taste in music, but I can't... Trash metal I just don't get it. No. I understand why some people must get something out of it, but I just can't. I can't <laughs> deal with that. It's hectic. And I listen to some pretty hectic stuff, but that is bonkers.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so do you no well, no I I I, no, I don't disagree. I don't I, I can't I get can't my head get around it. stuff like Rammstein. And, uh, That's not a slash metal. No, I know, but it's but, but it's loud and noisy and Not shit. Really? I mean, it's not that. But see, there, see that. See, noisy. you will very quickly say something's a load of shit because you don't like it, and yeah. I, mean, I, wouldn't do that because it's. I've tried it, though. I know, but I think I, I feel that thing. I would say it's subjective. Say it. I, it's to me, it's not shit. It's I don't like it's it. Not I don't think it's shit, not shit, not shit not because it. a lot of people love it, yeah. and if musically yeah. it's musically. If not you, you my if go and see
2: Rammstein live,
3: they are incredible. You don't even need to like the music to appreciate them. It's, mm. it's like a kind of industrial circus act. They are incredible. There's nothing like it. But I accept that people, you know, don't have to like their music. I'm, I, I don't actually. I've been see them live. I don't listen to their music a lot. But I kind of appreciate
0: them for what they right. are. Yeah. No, I, I, and I would agree with that. I would agree with that. See, I just just to go back to that. See, I don't think not liking something <clears throat> and saying something shit are the same things. I think one's actually quite inflammatory and derogatory, whereas the other is just, well, I don't like it. And in my head I might think, Well, I think that's shit. But when you like when you when you say, Well, that's just shit Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's 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 not subjective. That's you're almost you're taking something subjective and you're almost making it an objective thing. Mm. And anyone who disagrees with you at that point is quite difficult to To disagree with some. Do you know what I mean? It creates quite a a, a strange situation.
4: Yeah, it really just is your opinion, isn't it? I I don't like it, but obviously someone does. That's fine.
3: Like coming on to thrash metal. Now, I'm not a big thrash metal fan, but you've got to admire the fact that they do this sort of double drum peddling Right. You know they they play drums at speeds which which hold all the records and you've got to say from a musicianship point of view yeah. to be able yeah, to I, do I, that, yeah I do agree oh, with that yeah. it's yeah,
4: incredible that,
0: even yeah. if it's not something you particularly yeah,
3: want to listen yeah.
4: to I just can't I, I mean the
0: the, the the genre that's least understood I think especially in the UK that is the most surprising is country western oh, because it. people do not realize how big country and Western truly is, right? In America, fifth like all of the things we associate. Well, no, it's the most popular it's music It's massive. World. And all we ever get is like the R and B, pop, mm. and all of that stuff. And and we I don't think people over here realise that that's right. actually less than 50% of the American. I America I had a
2: conversation with someone years ago about like how I, I said like I didn't really like country music, I didn't you know it wasn't really for me. And then like they were going through my iPod and they were like yeah, but you've got, like, pretty much everything that Eagles has ever done. Like, Eagles is basically one of the mm-hmm. biggest country rock bands ever. Like, oh, I didn't really realise that was... People cool. like
0: Johnny Cash might be considered
2: yeah. country Dolly. at certain... Yeah. Love a bit of
4: Dolly.
2: Yeah. Dolly you know. Parton was awesome at Glastonbury. Yeah, so. I'd like nice to see her live. Nice. Yeah. I'm
4: going to see the script. Oh, right.
2: I'm going okay. to see Take That. Oh, Are you?
4: Yeah. 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 I've got to listen to the script's music. Then. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I am.
0: Good. Are you going if willingly? Yeah, yeah but um, there's only three of them now isn't there yeah how long do you reckon how long do you reckon at some point it'll just be one guy that's, that quite, that's, quite,
2: that's quite interesting though see that that is because I, I quite like oh, I'm not afraid to say it, I quite like Take That's music I think they're quite good right and that they are like very sing-alongy and they have they're they a, do kind of move along with the times quite a bit
0: they are a good pop band yeah do you yeah. Know I mean? they yeah. epitomise pop music I found myself really liking recently, and I've never thought I'd ever hear myself say, saying this in public, although I've said it before so I can safely say it again. One of my favourite pop records of all time, and I mean pop records, is probably Toxic by Britney. Oh, yeah, that's that is good. a that's really a good, good, good piece yeah, of music. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But I, never, I would never have said that ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we've on, on the other podcasts that we do, we've had detailed conversations about this kind of thing, one of which is being Dirty Little Secrets about what you listen to in your headphones when you think no one can hear you, and also the future of music. So if you'd like to just tune in to the uh, Liberation Frequency podcast, (laughs) (laughs) available at all good podcast channels near you, you can. Um, But can I just get a bugbear out of my system? What really annoys me? What will guarantee me turn the radio off? There's a trend in pop music at the minute to substitute lyrics for certain noises and there'll be some pop music, I'm not going to try and do any particular song, but it'll be like, uh, da, 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 and then I've got my, eh, 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 oh, eh, yeah. eh, and I need a little bit of, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I think it started with umbrella, ella, eh, yeah. eh, ella, ella. and it seems to be, cre- it, it's like two years ago, everyone had a vocoder in their, yeah, uh, yeah, in, in their yeah. song, yeah. now it's a little bit of, oh, oh, eh, it eh, drives me mad. I will just instantly turn the radio off. I want to punch people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, have we sunk to that low where people can't even be bothered to make up words? Do you know what, yeah. know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus.
3: Although you did have Michael Jackson songs where I remember loving Michael Jackson songs. I still don't know half of what he was actually...
0: What oh, the oh, words yeah. Were. Yeah. oh, yeah, but that's standard. And I think for the benefit of the ground level listeners, <laughs> because the Liberation Frequency listeners have already experienced this, I think it's now time for Dan... To do his celebrated, famous impression of a certain white reggae artist. Oh, you know, you know, you know the one I'm talking I about. Don't. A little I don't. bit of snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> come on, Dad! Come on, give it uh, to us one more time. One more time. time.
3: In farmer, uh, you know the sit down and I go blam. I'll keep on bum down the decker man. Sit down is no bus up. So I'm down the lane. I'll keep on bum down.
4: There, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, <no>, like, live, live. <laughs>
3: Now can you can you say slowly again? Okay, so it's informer. You know me, daddy. Me snow me. I get blame. I licky bum bum down. Detective man said, daddy. Me snow me stabbed someone down the lane. I yeah.
0: licky bum bum down.
3: Uh, there awesome.
4: You go. Well, there we awesome.
0: Go. <laughs> I'm gonna to to sing that to Dougie. So, <sighs> so to to answer your first question. Um, about yeah. do we do do we uh, Brownie. Ah. Uh, I was, was going to call you a bit like sort of brownie coming on blondie because um, oh, no. of you here, yeah. um, not because of d- your intelligence. So to answer your first question, Granny, yes, um, I, I don't think we outgrow pop music. I think we just change what we like musically and that happens mm. as you grow older and you you know you experience different things in life and music means different things to you mm. whether you have kids whether you're married whether you're in partnerships with people or not and the music they listen to because you know I, I find myself listening to a lot more of Gavin's music now than, than I would uh, you know I wouldn't I know. I've listened to that much 70s disco in the yeah. in, in, in yeah, in he the does place. love a bit of disco he loves it. his disco do you <laughs> know what I mean and it's fine and, uh, you know <clears throat> it's not bad music or anything but that sort of substituted a whole bunch of stuff that I would have listened to before so there you go I find myself listening to a lot of computer game music these days weirdly anyway so I think now (laughs) just because we're getting near the end of the podcast it's time for a question of conscience situation, it's Saturday, you've had to come into work, right? You've, you've said to your bosses you're working on a Saturday, fine, you'll get paid, fine, but you've come in and it's you've only actually had to do like half hours work?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Should you get paid for the full day, or should you get paid for only for the time that you're there? And it's totally down to you, your bosses aren't going to know whether you were there the whole day or not, they're not going to know how much work you did, how difficult mm. it was to you, get into.
2: Your bosses should have a process where if you come in for anything under a certain amount of time you get paid for that time so like if you went in for an hour you get paid a minimum of four hours
0: right okay well let's say the company doesn't have that installed Mm. then I would
2: I would ask for overtime for four hours
0: you would but not for eight
2: no, not it. You
0: no. wouldn't. You Okay, what about you, Brown? Would you go for the whole day if you thought you could get away with it?
4: Uh, not at the moment, because I work with my family, so I don't think I could. So oh. I, I would be... <laughs> that would be a bit mercenary, <laughs> wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, I'd be honest and just say that I did come in on Saturday, but I was only in for like an hour or so, and then just leave. You've it got to then. go to work now, right? You have to... Well, life is a job. Were you, Dan? i joking.
3: I guess it depends on the, the nature of the company and, and who you're working with and who else is... We'll be there. To... <laughs> yeah, well, if you'll be, you know, if 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 the guy next to you or gal next to you does the same thing, you know, I don't know, it'd be, it's hard. You kind of, if if you're feeling like you know, you're not being true to your boss or someone, there's a, there's an impact on someone that you actually like to work with, then you'd you want to be honest. But if it's if it's just the the, the done thing and everyone's doing it, then. I think it depends
4: as well. If, like, my old job pre Dougie days, I would always go in early and I'd always work late, and then I'd end up working at weekends and whatever because my boss was always travelling. So, and I never got paid extra for it. There was never any overtime system in place, but I didn't mind doing it because that was my job at the time. So,
0: but I mean, say, let's say, for instance, because I, you know, I went into work this morning and I, I thought I was only going to be in for, seriously, for about half an hour. Um, and I was in there for a good few hours mm. so I mean that's fine I'll get paid for my time but what if I had cancelled a podcast because I thought I was going to be there for a whole day yeah. right? and then it turns out I was only in there for an hour and now I've completely changed all my Saturday's plans mm. to my own detriment would mm. I be justified in charging the company for that yes. they, yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think so, so yeah. 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 what about is a Sunday different from a Saturday or does it not matter at that point Let's say, let's say same question again but now it's Sunday afternoon you've had to come in for a oh, couple of hours it's the
2: same for me it's the same
0: because in some jobs you would get overtime different like you get double time on yeah. a Sunday mm. time and a half but that's on a more Sunday. retail
2: retail are more hot on that aren't they do
0: you think that's do you think all jobs should have double time you know unsociable hours that kind of stuff
2: I think well I don't know I think most I'm not sure about uh, I'm not sure about um, double time but I think unsociable hours is most most jobs have that but if we if 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 I think if I worked on a weekend, uh, I would get like a day in lieu, rather than yeah. extra money. Mm. But
0: see, a day in lieu isn't the same as time and a half, no, is it? It's not, no. Especially in fact, I'd say it was a lot it was a lot worse really because especially like for instance, I worked all over Christmas except for the actual official holidays. I was in all over Christmas, and I get days in lieu for that. Um, well no, I don't get in news but I can charge for the time so it's mm. the same thing do you know what I mean but that's not the same as having time off over Christmas with your family mm. you know so yeah. hmm it's
4: probably in the company's interest to um, offer you time and a half or something to incentivise you to come in on a Sunday I wouldn't want to work on a Sunday
0: I, th- I think the problem for a lot of people in my industry is that they work, you know, our standard times are like anybody else, you know, 9 to 9.30 till six. Our, our standard times are coming, I work at 9.30 till 6.30. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people work extra time. Um, you know, two, three hours, you might leave work at eight. I think this week I left work at 9, 8, 7, 8 and 6.30. Do you know what I mean? So that's quite a lot of extra hours and most days I'm in before 9.30 mm. and stuff. So then I come in on a Saturday for like two or three hours, I think to myself, well... Could just charge in the day because I've done those extra hours during the week. But now I w- I won't do that because I wasn't there the full day, and yeah. and it, and you know it just feels wrong to me. But I was just I was, I was just thinking about it today. I probably could I probably could say, you know, that was there the whole day, and they probably they probably wouldn't even question it, even though they could. They could look on the security cameras and so to all the of that. Uh, yeah, they could listen to the podcast. Which is being recorded at Dennis's work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having my lunch break. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so lunch break, you? So, sandwich. So yeah. yeah, how many? Right, so just to uh, just to finish off, then, what's your average? What, what are you contracted to work? Eight, every eight till four right. thirty. So what, what's that weekly wise? Is that like a thirty-seven hour week? Or I, so. I don't know. baby, I oh, do yeah.
4: eight till half five, three days a week. But it doesn't include lunch breaks, so I don't take any break in that time.
0: Right. It doesn't include lunch breaks? <coughs>
4: wow. No, 8.30 eight till 5.00 If I work. If I want a lunch break on half an hour, then I have to stay half an hour later.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, Dan? Um, yeah, standard um, 9.00 till 5.30. So Alright, so now we know if, so that that's an 8-hour day. That's a 40-hour week, roughly. 37.5-hour mm-hmm. week. Like that, yeah. Yeah. So how many hours do you actually do over the normal, or do you actually find that on average you work the amount of time that you're contracted to? Is that to me? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it does depend. I mean, generally, I very rarely leave at 5.30, but I do tend to get in at uh, usually something like quarter past nine. So I would say it balances out. Kind of, but I do. You know, I will quite happily work overtime, and I will quite happily do bits and pieces in the evening and stuff like that. About you, bro?
4: I know I leave on time because so have a bit dug
3: yet. Sure. So I'm like,
4: yeah, I can't do that now. But actually, our office isn't really by six o'clock. Everyone's gone. So if we, even if I wanted to, there's not that opportunity to work till seven o'clock anymore. right uh,
2: mm. you? Sometimes, sometimes I'm in a little earlier than eight, but yeah, most of the time I leave at half four unless there's a meeting that I have to stay for, which might be another half an hour or. An hour at the very most extra.
0: Because I don't know if it's the company I work for or the industry. I think it's more to do with the industry. Um, I don't know. But if you were to leave on time, it would be noticeable because most people don't. Yeah. Mm. And and it feels, it's weird sometimes, it feels like people are skiving off early when they're actually leaving on time. And I think there's a bit of pressure to work extra hours. And this is despite the fact that people come in earlier. You know, like if you came in on time and left on time, you'd get the feeling that you were slacking because yeah. everybody would be there already and everybody would still be there when you leave. Yeah, I, f- I
2: feel that sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm normally the earliest person in. The next person after me is probably in about half eight, twenty to nine. But there are there are some people that get in quite a lot later than that yeah. and stay later. And so for them, when they see me going, they don't know per- probably that I've actually been in since eight o'clock. Yeah.
4: Fourth yeah. is nice yeah. time to leave. I mean, I think at yeah. my
0: studio, because, like I said earlier in the podcast, a lot of the staff are quite young and they're just out of university and they're trying to maybe trying to make an impression, they're trying to make use of their time, and they have that enthusiasm, they don't know where their boundaries are, they sort of might think it's that, that they're expected to work extra time. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to encourage them not to do that because you'll just burn yourself yeah. out and become mm-hmm. jaded later on. But that, mm-hmm. is, that is quite normal you know, um, plus they can still get away with four hours sleep a night.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it,
3: actually, it really frustrates me because um, where I work, most other departments leave on time, literally, and on a Friday people sometimes leave, you know, at five or half four and disappear to the pub. Now, nothing against that, but when the rest of the team I'm in are literally there and I will leave, you know, at, at half five or six o'clock or half six and most of my team is still there... It frustrates me because I just think, well, it should be this everyone should be in the same boat, everyone should sort of look at work the same way and kind of you know if the work needs to be done, stay, do it, you know, make sure it's done, that's your job, but there are other people who you know i've 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 looked not 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 just me but other people in my team who think, oh okay, I need that person and they've all gone, yeah or or some of them are on holiday. And rather than, than the department thinking well oh, okay well we need this person to come no they're all on holiday they're all yeah. on holiday <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. think yeah. Yeah. you know come on people yeah. it's not there that there
0: is one of the one of the guys <coughs> at work who shall remain nameless because I know a lot of people at work listen to this um, he starts a lot earlier than everybody else um, and finishes a lot earlier than everybody else but what he's taken to doing and I know you're listening is kind of <laughs> is kind of creeping out um, because if he told everyone he's leaving he'd get bombarded With loads of of work, and whenever, and and invariably, it'll be like five o'clock. I'm like, "Where's?" And and his desk is put away and stuff. I'm like, "I wish, I wish he'd tell me he was leaving." But that's exactly the reason why he doesn't tell everybody he's leaving. He literally creeps out of the building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We're on to you, Zach. (laughs) 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 So anyway, I think with that, we should um, wrap up the podcast yeah yeah, yeah? Uh, right. yep. cool so till next month yes yeah, providing we haven't gone into World War 3 well
4: EastEnders might go as well so that's yeah, the yeah. A so uh-huh. that's, that's true that's
0: true or yeah. we might have gone off the ball yeah.
2: yeah yeah that's right cool alright back in have
0: a nice weekend Good bye on, bye now use your
1: eyes on
3: in pure disguise camouflage their eyes All around the
1: spies No one realises on no It just depends how close The ground level you are So get on
2: a train or on You liar Really?
4: What? No <laughs> Outrageous! I don't believe it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, my friends, is preposterous.
2: Someone has to impress mate them.